Apples Orbits. We make the world go round. Hello and welcome to Tokyo 2020 in one at 20 minutes right here on at the Leadership Podcast Studio. My name is Olawale Ayene and I'll be your host for today. As you can see, we have a full house where we are going to be you know, discussing all the topics as for now, you know, coming from the Tokyo Olympic Games. And also we'll be looking at the review of Team Nigeria at the ongoing Tokyo Olympic Games. I have uh, Chibuzo make a return uh, to the show. Uh, Chibuzo, how are you doing today? Well, it's very good to be here again. Uh, we haven't seen the roller coaster experience we've had. It's uh, good that uh, we are back. Of course, discuss this. Thank you very much. Of course, uh, Fidelis makes a return to the show today. Fidelis, how are you doing? You're um, smiling. I'm doing well, Wally. It's always good to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> of course, my striking partner, always in you know, a regular uh, on the show. Alpha, oh. how are you doing? <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> well, nice to be here. Mm. Of course. Uh, we head straight uh, to oh, okay. Uh, Vivian, uh, join us on the way from Sheffield. Vivian, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. Of course, uh, uh, looking at uh, Team Nigeria's performance at the ongoing uh, Tokyo Olympic Games, it is done and dusted for Team Nigeria at this point in time. Uh, we ended our campaign with uh, one saver and one. Across medal at the Tokyo 20 Olympic Games. So today's edition, we are just going to be doing a review of our team Nigeria's performance in each of these sports that we actually are uh, competed in. We competed in athletics, rowing, canoeing, badminton, wrestling, uh, taekwondo, basketball, table tennis, gymnastics, and swimming. In the nine sports, we are just able to win two medals in two sports out of the nice spot. let's look at um, Team Nigeria performance overall, just winning two medals, a bronze and a silver uh, from nine spot. Alpha, yes. let's get your reaction. Well, out of nine spots, we're able to win medals in just uh, two, two, you know, not a good return if you ask me. But of course, at the same time, um, we wouldn't really put all of the blame on the athletes alone. A lot of things happened in this Olympics, which I mean, by the time you know the athletes fully return, it's something that uh, we get to hear a lot of what really went wrong. But even going into the Olympics, a lot happened in the course of the Olympics. A lot happened, so we wouldn't really put all of the blame on the athletes. You know. Um, we have athletes suspended. You know, who knows if among those athletes who were suspended, we had a chance of, you know, clinching some medals in one of them. But as the case was, it wasn't to be our own blessing. Who was a medal hopeful didn't even get to get to taste action at all. You know, due to having such, uh, you know, being disqualified or banned, so, sort of. Uh, as a result of you know a high growth hormone uh, substance, so overall, this I won't even say it's an average performance because um, 
if we carry this number of athletes and in the number of you know uh, sports we took part in we should be able to do more you know, two medals is really not good enough for a country like Nigeria we went to the Olympic Games with 60 athletes and we were disqualified and we were able to get two medals. Do you think it's a popular performance or top-notch performance from Team Nigeria? Well, uh, I think it's overall a very unimpressive performance. A terrible performance if you will. Now, there are a number of ways to look at it. Yes, we went with a 16 you know, arrangement. And at the end of the day, we had 10. Young Puff, one of our star athletes, uh, Blessing Okabari, you know, had the unfortunate experience. But even at that, it's tough to imagine that of the lot we had that actually participated, we can only come up with two medals, the bronze and the silver. Could the other athletes that participate? Um, perhaps, you know, we had our hopes uh, in basketballing. We thought we were able to get, you know, something from there, but unfortunately, it didn't go as planned. So, uh, I think on the whole, it's really an abysmal performance. We could have done a whole lot better. It's doubtful, or it's interesting, rather, that Besides all of the um, poor arrangements we had, we still had the problems of uh, scandals here and there. You know, needless scandals, very distracting and demoralizing for for the athletes. So I think there's a there'll be a serious need to sit back and reflect as a people and as a as a country, as the largest African. Uh, nation, black nation, we need to really sit down and reflect on how we performed in this uh, Olympics, looking at certain key in the uh, issues. For instance, how is it that we are over 200 million strong and we could only go to an event like this with the number we went through? No, outside all of the scandals that played out, but I think it's also instructive that we interrogate how we came to that point. You know, a country with over 200 million people should be going to that kind of tournament with a much bigger number of uh, uh, participants. So I think it's something we really need to look at. It's beyond all of the scandals that certainly, you know, we look about. I think this is a fundament another fundamental issue that has to be interrogated. Is it because they couldn't get enough uh, funding to get more people in? Was it because we performed so poorly that we couldn't get qualified? You know, so they, there's a whole lot because it's unimaginable that in a tournament like this, as a footballing, a strong footballing nation, one of the best in Africa, you know, and one of the best in youth uh, uh, football participation. The best in African female football. We are not participating at the Olympics. It's it's rather mind-boggling, you know. And I think it is something that we really need to look into. <coughs> Fidelis, looking at our team Nigeria's performance at the Tokyo Olympic Games, 
when we did we actually know that work for what we actually got or what we thought was not what we worked for? Well um <coughs> well uh so 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 much from these uh uh 2020 Olympics a whole lot to talk about you know There are lots of things that need to be talked about and a lot of things that needs to be worked on as a nation because right from the start of the Olympics, a lot of, we call it sad news or, or, or some news that weren't really, really um, good to hear, you know, even if uh, there could be something like that, but it shouldn't be that um, it would happen at the time when the whole world is watching. You know, these are things that we just couldn't hide because the whole world was actually watching. You know, if you if you follow these things on social media, you see how how people are reacting to everything, and it's it's really not it doesn't send a good signal, right? As uh, to other nations uh, talking about Nigeria now. So, and also you see, uh, um, and talking about the ad- administrative part, you know, uh, whereby we we see that. Uh, uh, athletes are being neglected but personally i would say even though it was quite uh, a, a poor performance generally all right because it wasn't uh, uh those some some nigerians at the end we actually go to medals right but from the start if you ask some nigerians they will tell you personally i'm not expecting any medal from the competition right because a lot of persons were just talking about performance okay just go there perform just and come back but fortunately for us we we got two me- two medals at the end but um I will not really blame the athletes because if you consider the the conditions under which most of these athletes athletes train, you know, you you wouldn't really expect much from them. Yeah, you wouldn't really expect much from them because when you check at the when you look at the the the, the, the competitors, the people they are competing with, you see how you see the the equipment they train with, right? When you see them train, you expect something from them. But when you see uh, uh, the conditions under which athletes train here. It's it's so bad, it's so bad because at times it's not only about the training. You train on a track that is not so good, and uh, uh, in the end, you are expected to perform on a track that is that is that is very clean, very smooth. You know, when you are not used to this track, even though they are they are actually good track, but in the end, you 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 tend to 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 fumble because you are not used to it, right? So it's it's really a, a lot to talk about, right? We hope that. The, the, the minister can actually, you know, get his team together and sit down and see how they can make sure that our athletes are properly trained, get them the best equipment to train, right? If you are expecting these athletes to go out there and get you medals, then you should on your own play play your part, right? Give them equipment to train. These are people who have uh, taken up um, uh, these various sports as their career. All right, it's not like you force them to come in. They took this thing as a career to represent you as a nation. All right, so we should give them the the, the we should train them under under the, the the best conditions. All right, so when they get to these international international stages, uh, to to perform, we can actually beat our chest to say, oh, as a nation, we've tried our best. And when they when they underperform at that time, we control them because at its stance, we don't really we we don't really uh, have that 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 capacity, you know. To, to throw them because uh, uh, personal, personally, I would say they, they've tried their best. They've tried their best. It wasn't easy. All right. So that's that, that's my take for them. Olivia, looking at that team, Nigeria's performance, uh, what are your thoughts? 
um, I'm not uh, particularly impressed uh, by the overall uh, performance of Team Nigeria. Um, the only reason why we actually got medals was because two women um, saved, in a way, Nigeria's reputation on the world stage by winning those medals. Um, if we look at the chaos that was created surrounding the athletes, um, people calling for the sports minister to resign, it's really disappointing um, to see all of this unfold during the Olympics. And also, when it comes to the medals themselves, we actually won in uh, areas where it is very familiar and popular uh, for Nigerians to win, like track and field or wrestling, um, compared to other sports where we were, it was the first time that we were participating, like canoeing or um, swimming, for example. So. Overall, I, I wasn't really impressed with um, our performance. Okay, uh, Dapo, if you can hear me, welcome to the show. Good evening, Wally, and the other crew okay. members. Okay. Good evening. Uh, uh, Dapo, no, looking at uh, Team Nigeria uh, at the Tokyo 20 Olympic Games, uh, we remember that uh, in 2016 in Rome, we just won one bronze medal from the football event. And this yeah. time around, we won also a bronze medal. Do you think we have progressed in our performance at the Olympics or we have performed below expectation? Yeah, well, from whichever angle we are looking at it, Tokyo 2020 is an improvement on, on, on Rio 2016. Because at the moment we are seventy-first on, on the medals table, while at Rio we were seventy-eight. You know, so seven steps up. That's part the fact. The only difference was that it was Tokyo was filled with scandals. Tokyo was filled with a lot of inadequacies that should not happen in any international event. You know, so those are the areas we fell short, and actually affected Nigeria's performance at the Olympics. If everything had been perfected, bet you we would have actually ended with about 10 different medals. I don't know if gold will be there for Olympic medals. If it is, if it is, if it is bronze, it is called golden bronze. So it's not always easy, but except for those inadequacies and those scandals. And those are the areas I want uh, the sports ministry. I don't know if the presidency will do something about about the inadequacies, but because they were so monumental and more in most cases they don't go unforgivable somebody must bear the bronze somebody must be answerable you cannot embarrass nigeria the way you know it happened at tokyo and you think you can actually go through somebody must be answerable so but if all these things are actually put you know behind and we start all over again ahead of paris 2024 and most definitely that Nigeria will win more than 10 medals. Because we have the athletes. We have the athletes. But from those, from the errors, we started having some psychological effects. Psychology, the psyche of the athletes were actually affected. And everything crumbled for Nigeria when the issue is the Tokyo Olympics 2020. So this is not, it's not good at all. No matter the fact that uh, other athletes came to win silver and bronze later on it does not it does not actually it doesn't amount to anything what is good is good what is bad is bad 
there are no two ways about it. You cannot, you can, you cannot turn it around. So we must, we must become a very disciplined sport in country. The way it is now, it is not good at all. I don't know what the, the presidency will do. I don't know if the sports ministry will still remain. But if they are going to be there till 2023, I don't know the plans of the presidency. But if they are going to be there till 2023, you know, when we are going to have another election, please, all these inadequacies must be corrected. All these inadequacies must be corrected. It cannot go, it cannot go unpunished. Even if you say, okay, you don't want to sack the minister, but everything must be in their right perspective. When we are going for a mental competition, as well for athletics, when you know that 10 months to the event, you are supposed to, you know, go through three different dope tests, please let it be so. Don't let it be the other way around. So at the end of the day, our athletes will be, will, will be suspended from the competition they, they sweated for, from the competition they have qualified. It is not easy to qualify for the Olympics. There's, a, there's what they call the Olympic qualifying time. It is not easy. It is not easy. So if athletes are actually qualified for the Olympic qualifying time, and they are in the Olympic venue, and they cannot compete because of the inadequacies of some persons, it is not good enough. And again, what we have not been doing before, immediately after an Olympic game, we will start training. A lot of noise will be there. Oh, we are going to start. We are going to start until until six months to the next Olympics. That's when they will start training. But now we are wiser now. Training should start almost immediately, maybe possibly next week. Because I'm, I'm sure the, the main Olympics will actually end uh, at the end of this week. So starting from next week, there, there should not be any rest. There shouldn't be any rest. You know. So that is the only way we can we can progress. It has never been so. They should try it and see the progress Nigeria will make. You will see the difference. Train for three, four years and see the difference. It is not about six months. Some persons were talking about about uh, training facilities, equipment and all those. In any major competition here, the federal government releases extra budgetary funds for Nigeria to compete. But our, our leaders don't, they don't touch it. They keep the money somewhere. I don't know if they are planning to engage, to, to get involved in any kind of politics later on. It started from the era of Solomon Dalong. It has continued in the era of Sunday Dari. Extra budgetary allocations for you to prepare your athletes in training training camps outside Nigeria. It is always paid for. Funds released and paid. So we should adhere to it. Please let them just try it and see. See the difference. You will find that Nigeria is a world power in sports. It is when you don't train that you will not get results. When you don't train adequately, you cannot get results. It is, there's no magic about it. So please let them just try it. The presidency releases money, extra budgetary for sports preparations for major games. Please use the money. Let the athletes, let them train. Let them go to these facilities outside Nigeria. This kind of, the same kind of facilities they are going to be out there in the competition ground. Send them out there every one month, two months. The money is paid for. If you are not bringing it from your pocket, it's from the federal government. So why don't you spend it? Instead of spending it, you prefer to keep it aside. It is unfair. This is this is this is unfair to, to, to the fortune of Nigerian sports. 
please let the training start. Let these athletes be, uh, let them be exposed to international competition. Let them be exposed to international standard facilities. Please, when we do that, you will see that 2024 will be a different ball game in the in, in history of Nigeria sports. Wale. Of course, sir. Uh, yes, I can say 2024 will be a different game if all the stakeholders will actually not come uh, to the round table and ensure that uh, the things we are supposed to do, uh, we all get to do it before uh, the you know the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. But for now, I will go for a commercial break. When we come back, we'll be expecting you to send all your comments on our Facebook page and also on our YouTube channel. We'll get to read them as you keep them coming. But for now, we'll go for a short break. Don't go nowhere.
Firefoot family. This is your girl from here. Sitting hall alone here. That's for my match. I, I, I don't really know what you feel. I'm feeling kind of sad and happy. I'm very sad that I lost, but I'm happy to to be here once again at the Olympics, to be representing my country once again. It's a very, very big privilege for me. But it's rather unfortunate that I have to play the Chinese American, the best in America in the qualification round. But yeah, as it did my best. Well, it hurts. I feel kind of down. But I guess I have a lot of reason to be grateful and be happy. I need to count my blessings and name them one by one. <laughs> I know that, but I'm human. I'm a sport. I'm a sport woman. I think you get uh, kind of sad when you when you lose, and that's exactly what I'm feeling right now. But I'm happy that. Yeah, my dream has come true. <laughs> I'm a seven-time Olympian. At my age, I'm still representing my country. I think I should be happy for so many reasons. But <laughs> it's okay. I want to thank all of you for your love and for your support, for being there for me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> thank you all. This is the village. Okay, he's all alone having mixed feelings. Once again, I just want to say thank you all for your love and for your support. Thank you. That was a Funke Oshon IK, seven time Olympian. Uh, who was actually uh, uh, out of most of the Olympics in the first round? Uh, looking at uh, Team Nigeria in the Olympics, talking about the table tennis team, uh, we lost our first uh, matches. Talking about um, Funke Oshonike, um, Olajide actually lost his uh, first match. Haruna Kodri also that we actually know depending on for him to actually know reach uh, the quarterfinal stage or the semifinal stage, uh, he didn't actually get to uh, do that. Then a certain of young Edema of young who, who we didn't actually know believe that she was going to win her first match. Actually, I'm sure her uh, first match she won her first match and qualified for the second round, but she was actually not defeated in the second round. But let's talk about table tennis generally. Looking at Team Nigeria's uh, participation, Haruna Kodri was bundled out in the third round. He was a, that was a major upset. Uh, we which uh, so many no pundit that say that uh, uh, he actually allowed his guard uh, to actually go down. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, that was the reason that he actually lost at that game. We had plenty of expectations from oh. the Olympic team, especially uh, we had Funke there. We had, even though for Funke, truth be told, I didn't expect much from her. I think she's passed her prime. But for someone like Aaron or Quadri, oh. of young, Olajide, I felt they were going to at least make it to you know the latter stages of the tournament. 
and especially for someone like Aaron Okodri, who is ranked number one in Africa, 15th in the world. I mean, I felt there was just no reason why Aaron shouldn't at least end up with at least a bronze medal. But it wasn't to be. In fact, the way the team tennis teams were falling off, it was really, really, you know, uh, amazing. It was mind-boggling because first day, Funke played, lost. Next day, Olajide played, lost. Aruna played. We were all looking forward to it. I remember on this show, we reviewed, looked forward to that match, played. And it only to come back here and to talk about the shocking exit. Then Ofyong also got into it, won her first game. So it was like, okay, maybe she might just be the real deal. Only for her to be wrongly beaten in her second game. So for Team Nigeria, the tennis representatives, I don't know how to put it, of all our team members who participated, uh, the performance was not encouraging at all. The performance was below expectations, especially with the quality of players we had on that team. I really expected them to at least make an impact, but it was very, very surprising. You know, that's why I keep saying what really went wrong. You know, what really went wrong? We can't really tell, but the loss of the Team Nigeria Table Tennis contingent was very shocking that none of them could even make it to at least the quarter-final stages. So it's very, very uh, something to really ponder about. So, and like we keep saying, when we come back, we really need to sit down and look at what really happened team by team just like we're doing this real review of everything we need to really sit down when they come back the authorities and really look at everything their participation what really happened was there a lack of motivation along the way what was the, what were the issues i mean for aruna did he lose focus or concentration because the person who he lost to was someone who was ranked around like 50 something 56 or 57 in the world and he is the number 15 player number one in africa in fact the loss was so shocking that even the uh african you know uh, tennis federation had to release a statement to express their dissatisfaction and their you know their surprise at the complete elimination of all of our representatives so that's to tell you how shocking of a defeat it was so really bad one for the table tennis contingent. If I'm to, you know, uh, rate them, give them scoring over ten. <laughs> Honestly, it will be zero over ten. Zero over 10. yes, absolutely <laughs> zero over ten. Okay. Uh, so you know, looking at Funke uh, uh I can actually look my mates that uh, she's. Ooh. She's over 40 something at this point in time. She's very old. That's why she was defeated, no doubt about that. She was defeated by a young blood. Looking at Haruna Kodri, after the game, he actually came out and said he was not playing alongside with his coach. So there was nobody to actually not tell him at a particular time this is what you should do. You have to defend, you have to attack. So could that be 
the reason why we didn't get to make it to the Copper final stage in all our events. Well, as for as for Funke, well, I don't uh, really want to totally agree that it was a function of age, and that, that was why she didn't do better than she was expected to have done. Um, of course, with age comes experience. You know, you don't. Uh, there was this. I don't know if any of us saw that very interesting video of one of the, the two Chinese playing ping pong. It went viral on uh, WhatsApp. The elderly man was just, you know, stroking the thing. So the other one was running. A lot of these, why the other man was, you know, all he had to do was know where to position himself and how to depict the base of the of the game. You know, so he comes with experience. One would expect that, you know, she would bring that experience to the end. Um, have a because of her experience, she would know how to have the right kind of mindset going into into the game. So perhaps she was uh, at the risk of making a projection that might not necessarily be the, the factor for why she lost. Maybe she didn't go into the match with the kind of the right mindset, you know. But I don't really think experience was so much should should have been so much of an issue for why she didn't. Uh, Maybe she just, you know, didn't put the right foot forward first, and before she could realize what was happening, you know, the game was already up on her. Um, as for Quadri, of course, a lot of people had so much expectation. There was so much expectation, and I am almost tempted to think that perhaps the pressure got to him, you know, one way or another. Um, there was so much expectation that he was going to at least at least drive home, at least, even if it's to get to a stage where we said okay, you know, but it was just so um uh it was tough seeing him lose so early. You know, but that said, we would only hope that you know they would uh, do the need for going forward, um reflect on whether they could have done a whole lot better, which I think they could have, you know, identify those critical areas. As for Quadri and his coach, maybe he has to really sit back and review that again. Perhaps if he had his coach by his side, he would have pointed a few things, given him a few pointers as to what to do and what not to do, you know. But when you play all by yourself and in your head alone, at times you don't get to see the whole picture of, you know, person you are playing against. So maybe he has to reflect on that and look at it again. It probably has worked for him in the past, but no two games are the same. Of there are times you have to really sit back and consult and mm. you know get a second thought on whether you should go a certain way or not. Mm. Because you should also know that the person you are playing against has also has your number. You know, probably would have done a check on you and mm. discovered that okay, this man is just here alone. So maybe we could throw him you know, ones or twos and see how we can train our balance. So it's always it's to be interesting for him to go back and reflect and say, okay, perhaps going forward I should, you know, have somebody by my side that will point out certain things to me that I might not be able to see in the heat of the game. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that would help, you know, going forward. But overall, the tennis team, it's, uh, it is one, sp another sport we, we hope, you know, We've always, uh, in the last couple of years, had a lot of promise, you know, from, you know, gotten medals from there in the past. 
and it is total tennis is like a staple it used to be a staple in nigeria any street you walk into back in the days growing up you see you know a lot of nigerians take you know delight in playing it so one would expect that it's a sport that we should readily you know catch on and get that but so it's just so unfortunate that we, they had to crash out the way they did you know but we look out for them in the commonwealth games that is where we would know whether they would have reflected on how poorly they performed we want to see that you know put up the showing in the commonwealth games and then from there we'll know whether they're ready to compete seriously by Paris. Okay, but before I go to Videlis, Vivian and Dapo, uh, but producer, if you have the video of uh, Haruna Kodri at this point in time, we want to actually get to see it. Not to the quarterfinal. So at least people are expecting that if you do not better that quarterfinal, then, you know, maybe you get to the quarterfinal at and all you surpass it. But unfortunately, first round, well, in, no, it was not first one. I lost in Tottenham. I was seeded to yes, start yes, from Tottenham, yes, so I lost in Tottenham. Well, that is spot for us. Nothing is for sure. Anything can happen, you know. When you are doing sport, you know, losing is unavoidable, inevitable. So that was what just happened. And I, I gave everything just like we have seen. It was not a walkover for him. Does, does it mean that uh, because of your high ranking, you underrated him? No, I didn't underrate him. <laughs> I knew him very well. We were in Bundesliga together and I knew what he was capable of before the match. But it was his day, not my day. Okay, know, as a team captain, as a team as a team captain, you know, what is it? The burden of being the captain of Team Nigeria, you know, now the captain has uh, the captain has uh, somehow, you know, out of uh, the game. So I think there, there is no huge body. We are team, we are not individuals. You know, we lost already table tennis athletes and uh, that is not the end. And that is why we are team. We continue to be praying for the others so that they can do very well and make the country proud. So we are not individuals, we are team. So it is not over until it is over. Erina, well, coming here, what was the build up for you like? Uh, last year I, I joined Bundesliga just to get well prepared for Olympic Games. But you know, man proposes why I got this post. So I, I did almost everything, but it was not my positive tournament here. And then, um, Aruna, I know you've been vocal about like the needs of Nigerian athletes. And I just want to ask you again, you know, looking at Team Nigeria's performance here thus far, what do you think is lacking? What can be done better for our athletes? Uh, for me, I think. Okay, Fidelis, looking at Hernandez uh, Cordes, you know, participation, his game, and his comments. Let's get your reaction on him. Well, um, actually, for Hernandez Cordes, when you talk about the um, table tennis team. Talking about Nigeria, and when we talk about the Nigerian table tennis team, he was um, uh, the first you would mention because a lot of persons had it like, okay, Haruna uh, Kodri is a professional one at that, you know, he has the experience, he's used to to medals and he's used to big competitions, you know, so the, the anxiety um, is no longer there, you know, the, the, the confidence is there for him to actually go and, you know, do his thing in the in the Olympics, but um, 
you know in the olympics uh, every country presents their best all right it's just like a gathering of the best so one thing is sure you know as a country when you send your best to a competition and in the end um is unable to to go past maybe the first or the second round then it is quite sure to you that maybe your best is not good enough you need to improve on your best right so maybe that is just uh, uh, what happened to quadri and um, you know if you remember in uh, one of our previous shows i actually said uh, um, team nigeria in general just seem to be so unfortunate in this this um this particular olympic competition now, even though at, at the end we still had to uh, 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 the Nigerian name still had to show up on the medals table, right? But Nigeria, the Nigerian team just seemed to be so uh, unfortunate for uh, in the in this very Olympics. And I hope for the for the Nigerian table tennis team, uh, the game is over. So when they get back, they should improve on themselves for uh, other competitions that they would uh, participate in, even though. Uh, even though most of them are quite experienced, but this has further in increased their level of experience, all right. And they, at this time, they are kind of they are better used to 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 bigger opponents and bigger positions. So let's hope they they do better in the coming coming events. Of course, uh, before I go to Vivian and Dapo, we'll go for another break. Don't go nowhere. from that short break is to Tokyo 2020 and 120 minutes right here on the leadership podcast studio Vivian let's get your reaction on team table tennis at two at the Olympic Games and what Haruna Kodri have to say about his performance I'd say that if we um, look specifically at who we lost the most it was the United States so if we place our African champions alongside these international forces, I wouldn't say that we would stand out as the as the best. 
um, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, like Aruna Kwadri said, anything can happen. It wasn't his time. Could his time be in 2024? Uh, who knows? Uh, but I'd love to uh, congratulate um, the women that um, did their best in this game. When... <laughs> the um, yeah, when she won um, against Hungary, there was a gleam of hope in the tennis team. Uh, but then, of course, she lost against the United States. And also, of course, Funke, who tried her best in um, being the only African woman to actually um, come forward for its seventh time in the game. Of course, Dapo, if you can hear me, let's get your reaction on Team Tibetanese to the Olympic Games. Okay, that's my from Dapo. Speak generally about uh, the Tibetanese. For, for me, I would say uh, it was just a bad day for them in office, no doubt about, about it. Haruna Kodrimino is a top class you know, Tibetan tennis player. At, at, at the New Olympics, he got to the quarterfinal you know, stage of the event. We thought he was going to go all the way, but he didn't go all the way because he was defeated at the quarterfinals. Looking at even at the World Championship before the Olympics, he got to the quarterfinal. He couldn't make it to the semifinal. So our hope was at least he will get to the quarterfinal and eventually anything can actually happen from there because you know when it comes to games like this you have to be at your best as all time if you want to progress up to the next stage uh, for for girls that i came for me it's not understood for her so she's just you know go on with you know coaching uh of course she's getting you know uh, to groom young athletes that will actually you know, represent our team nigeria uh, in the future looking at from she's also around 32 year old so she still has about two more olympics to go if she really wants to you know, fight for a medal at the olympics then looking at Olaji, young lad this is his first uh, olympic uh, uh outing so this experience will actually go a long way for him. The Commonwealth game is just uh, less than a year now, and we are hoping to see him also getting uh, to play very well in that particular uh, tournament. Then hopefully he should get to qualify for Paris 2024 and see what will actually happen. Then we can now say, okay, you have done well or you have done you know, badly. So that's it for uh, the you know, uh, uh team for. Uh, the, in the ongoing Tokyo Olympic Games. Away from the table tennis uh, team, uh, we head straight uh, to uh, the athletics team because uh, that is where we have the bulk of the athlete. About uh, 23 athletes actually you know, uh, was you not know, drafted to represent Team Nigeria at the Tokyo Olympic Games, but about uh, 11 of them uh, were disqualified. About 10 were disqualified while a blessed of Cadbury was suspended after the hormone uh, Bohaha uh, in uh, the Olympic Games. But looking at the disqualification, let's start with the disqualification. What really went wrong? Who should we you know, hold accountable for at this abysmal performance? Yeah, to start with for the disqualification, even though you know the sport ministry and AFM tried to push blames you know to each other and all of that the blame still lies basically with the two of them you know so you cannot detach the afm from the sports ministry the way federations run in this country they run more like parastatals of the ministry of sports so they, they are not really independent per se so 
everything that goes on in this par uh, um, federation, for instance, the Ministry of Sport is fully aware of it. So, for the case of out of competition testing, yes, uh, they've released a few statements, some trying to blame the athletes for not being able to uh, take part in the. How do you blame the athletes? I mean, an out of competition testing is a kind of test they do without even the knowledge of inform the athlete. You could be anywhere and they call you for a test. So how do you blame the athlete? Is the athlete supposed to remind you that I'm here to come and test me? No. So it's not the duty of the athlete. The AFN in conjunction with the Ministry of Sport have to take up this responsibility. And they knew that they had an Olympic Games coming up. And eight months to the Olympic, you have to do this test not just once, you do it continuously. They, I mean, it, it states that you do it within the interval of three weeks, you know, up to leading up to the Olympics. So, you mean for the whole of that period, they were busy fighting over positions. Each faction in the AFN was trying to, you know, claim to leadership of the position. Why the athletes. Where, where where left yeah. now getting to tokyo we were eventually disqualified yeah. like i keep saying it was a big blow you know like when we were speaking to a former olympian also yesterday i asked him a question i said does he think that disqualification of those athletes impacted he said absolutely because he said the way he being an olympian he said there's a way athletes when they are in camps like that yeah they sort of are like together you know they are like a family so once something affects one it affects all of them so it's like yes and i've said it several times even though some people try to say no it won't affect let's forget about the fact that a couple of athletes he was he affected all of them in camp he affected the morale in camp then i think that was not enough uh, the issue of blessing man came up. I mean, this was like this, is like the spring queen, you know, who everybody at least always come to athletics in Nigeria and Africa knows that when you have blessing your team, you know something is going to happen. Then all of a sudden, uh, blessing was disqualified. And as a broomer, even speaking on the disqualification, she said he actually dampened her spirit because I mean, blessing is actually like her role model when it comes to athletics so all of these events affected the team i mean some of those athletes that were even disqualified were the ones who were supposed to even take part in the four by 100 exactly so in the four by 100 we had to you know prepare a makeshift team athletes who it wasn't their specialty we brought in and as a broomer you know, a, 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 exactly. It wasn't their specialty, just so that at least we'll have a team to participate in that event. And what came out of it? Nothing. But in all of this, uh, the athletes, you know, still were the ones who eventually saved the day. You know, in spite of what hit them, I mean, they were the most affected. But they, I mean, the only medals that we has made us you know feel that we've done better than the real olympics still came from these same um, athletes who suffered you know uh, losses suffered all kinds of things 
So I, I, I think I, I, I kudos to the athletes, you know. So they did for for me. They are the ones who actually. Uh, before I go to Chiwaza and uh, for the minutes, uh, I just want my producer to play the first video that is um, Toby and Nusong. Uh, she actually no spoke about our campaign uh, in the Olympics. My name is Toby Anusha and um, I'm a professional track and field athlete. I'm running for Nigeria in the 100 meter hurdles. And um, so far we've been in the training park in Kasarazu, yeah. <laughs> and I must say the hotel, the accommodation, the, the training, everything has been going on well. You know, feeling overall everything has been going on really great. Um, I must say our, our, our staying here has been really helpful heading into the games in a few days. And regarding our, um, our practice sections, um, I would like to say we've been doing really good and everyone has been putting in um, 100% in everything we've been doing and we're just praying to God that everything works out for us at the championship. And to the Nigerians watching us back at home, we just want to ask for your um, support, um, which is prayers and just keep us in our prayers and with God we know all things are possible. Thank you so much. You can actually see, she, she said that they were actually you know, putting everything in place, yeah. working, the athletes are doing all their best, what they, should, what they actually need was just the support of Nigerians back home and their prayers. They actually did their best in the training, but at the start of the competition, it was a different role game. Fidelis could, the whole key, Would it be because of uh, us not even getting to perform well at uh, the athletics event? In the athletics event. <clears throat> well, well, you see, uh, just like um, Afa rightly said, the Nigerian athletes, the I would call them victims. Under the directives of the federation, that's why they have a federation to be able to to guide them on. Okay, this is what we are doing today. This is what we are doing. So for the federation to actually come out uh, to 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 push blames 
on the on the on the atlas i think i think that's not that's not being fair to the athletes and also when you look at the the disqualification of the, the nigerian athlete come on uh, um uh, 23 um uh, we have 10 disqualified the truth is whether 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 one would like it or not the truth is a greater part of these athletes we are taking away not just in terms of numbers now but you know in terms of of team spirit because when you are going for a competition like that team spirit matters a lot how the whole team really matters a lot if we are three going for a competition and in the end after all the planning oh this is what we're going to do we're going to do this you do this then at the end two guys disqualified just one remaining definitely is going to affect my morale going into the competition all right so a greater part of those athletes we are taking away where after the, the disqualification of um of those uh 10 athletes all right and at some point if you see uh uh uh, later on it was just like they had no federation nobody to guide them the only thing they just had was the support of nigerians all right we have about 200 nigerians there supporting us because at this time it seems we are just alone uh in in, in the games village in japan nobody seems to be telling us anything nobody we don't even know what is going to happen all right so it's so unfortunate that they are shifting blame to to, to the athletes so the, the the federation should actually take the blame on themselves because these athletes they don't they don't control themselves right and um thanks to thanks to them that in the end they still they still later um, got us medals because all those they are enough to 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 bring down the morale of of an atlas but thank god some of them still had to gather themselves together and don't, not let uh, um, the whole discouragement the whole um uh, uh whatever it is that happened get a better part of them they still have to get their, themselves together and see how they could you know make uh, uh over 200 nigerians waiting at home even though we are part of the 200 nigerians <laughs> <laughs> you know they have to see how they would you know put a smile on our face because all what happened seems to be i would just say it was just too much appeal to swallow it was just too much for us as a team going into a competition like that Vivian, looking at uh, Team Nigeria's performance at the Athletics uh, event, uh, uh, the last time uh, we actually won a medal in the Athletics event it was far back in uh, 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what would you describe their performance? Um, again, disappointing, uh, but it's not really the athletes' fault. Uh, it was because of the external situations that were created um, outside of the game that affected some athletes not to play, where ten were disqualified, and then uh, we have some techni some technical issues with um, Divine that did a false start, and then we have the um, homegrown um, substance that was used by Blessing. So uh, it's really sad that all of this occurred during the the athletics. Uh, because we were we were expecting um, everything to run slightly smoothly since the other games were not giving us any wins or any big wins uh, during the game. So um, I'd say that um, honestly, hopefully in 2024 we can do much better than this. We can do much more better than what we actually, you know, what we actually did in Tokyo Olympics. Apart. Chubuzo, you know, looking at uh, Team Nigeria's participation, uh, they could kick off to the uh, men's 100 meters final, but uh, hamstring actually, you know, 
uh, didn't make him to win a medal in that particular match because uh, he was destined to win uh, at least a bronze medal in that particular hit. Looking at the likes of Shakiri, same thing happened to him in his own uh, semi-final hit, same thing hamstring. Looking at um, a four by a four mixed relay team, they were leading at some point at the end of the day. They didn't know finish you know, strongly. I'm talking about this scenario that I've painted. Then the last uh, 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 it's a brumy action, you know, brought smile to the face of uh, Nigerians, having you know getting to win that prospect. At this point in time, what is the way forward for Nigerian athletics heading into the Commonwealth Games next year and also the Olympics in three years' time? Well, I think. First things first is to be sure that we would have the right kind of people thinking about what just played out there. Mm. Because my immediate concern is we are all going to come back from Tokyo mm. and there will be some noise around, you know, and then it will be business as usual. Mm. Uh, I'm just trying to be pessimistic now, you know, because one would have expected that there will be a serious discourse, you know, by all the stakeholders. Why did we have to perform so badly at the real, at the uh, Tokyo Olympics? Of course, there were some silver linings. You know, some athletes went there for the, uh, participated for the first time. Their prospects. You know, people who, some athletes who, and, and, and um, you know, uh, participants who we feel, like for instance, the rowing sports, you know, people, for the lady there, we can expect that if she's encouraged, and the, lady, the swimmer too, if she's encouraged and given all the support she needs, you know, she can do much better. So there are some, you know, good indicators from this but overall overall it's just so terrible that this is all we could get nigerians were back home praying you know pray so much but alas people you are praying for they're busy engaging themselves <laughs> in very scandalous events how will such prayers work you know so it's really before the day so going forward I think it is clear we do a postmortem on why we perform so poorly, itemize the reasons why we didn't perform too well. Those that ought to be sacked should be sacked immediately. Do we get sacked at this part of your own? That's the thing. That's the thing. Because if if you treat this with kid gloves, you can be sure that by the Commonwealth Games, it will require a lot of miracle if you perform better. You know, it will require, or perhaps the athletes will be, will just take it upon themselves to do their thing and for their own personal, you know, image, strive to get something. Not necessarily because of the country, because if it is not seen that strong measures are taken to deal with some of the scandalous incidents that have happened, you can be sure that it will just be business as usual. So until that is when that is properly done then we cannot move to the next stage how can we be we have to begin early of course you know the athletes have to begin early 
then they get them keep them going get them the best kind of trainers the right kind of um, psychologists to get them fully equipped for this and ensure that all of this fun in fact there's this talk about bringing back the sports commission oh, perhaps this is the time yeah. we, should, we should revisit that so that we know that they are focused on helping athletes oh. achieve results what lumped them into the ministry of uh, sports yeah. that tends to be more involved in politics mm-hmm. in the politics of sports mm-hmm. than in the actual you know business and uh, and the uh, practice of sports you know so i think these are some of the things that should be looked at most of the problems we had in, in tokyo were not necessarily athlete driven they were more of you know ministry driven if you, if, you, if you ask uh-huh. administrators administrative <laughs> you know lapses and now i hope for the government is obvious now that when they don't put their house in order they will get disembarrassed uh-huh. even outside the shores of nigeria so i think if if they fix these things do this you know things and get more fair to ensuring that what they need to do is done by 2020 by the commonwealth we should be posting good results and by the uh, 2024 you know Paris competition nothing should stop us from at least being the best in africa at the olympics because as it is now i'm not sure we are even the best in tokyo in africa it's not bad Add to what uh, Chibuzo said concerning the uh, sports commission. You know, if you check in the past when we had that commission, I wonder why whose idea was it to scrap, scrap it. Because, like you said rightly, the ministry is always involved in politics. The ministry is manned by you know, politicians and civil servants who really don't know the nitty gritty of sports. And don't forget that the ministry is not just for sports. It's called the Ministry of Youth and Sports. So it means apart from sports, they also, you know, uh, look into other affairs. But a sports commission, I remember in the past when we had a sports commission, it was manned by a former, I can't remember his name now, the former DG. He was an ex-athlete himself. A lot of the directors on the board were ex-athletes. So they understood how to handle this atlas they understood where it pinches most so but all of a sudden the commission was scrapped completely and we are now saddled with just the ministry of sports whose job is to engage in politicking and all of that so i really think the sports commission needs to come back for us to really make a headway of course the just to quickly add um like Chibu's already said, those who need to be sacked should be sacked immediately. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as it stands, yeah. it seems the the administrators, like you said, they are administrative um, driven. Let's call them administrators now. Yeah, yeah. It seems the administrators are satisfied with the two medals we have. Yeah. Because <laughs> instead of showing remorse at this time, yeah. it seems it's, just, it's, also, it's, uh, it's all jubilation yeah. for them. Oh. All right, because they seem satisfied with the two oh. medals we have. It's and it's it's so sad that at this time, after all that has happened, 
no one seems to be apologizing at this time not even talking about sacking now they're still doing the blaming game. yes oh. it's still blaming game is either you are blaming or you are defending yourself that is what is still happening at this time so no one has really come out to say okay something wrong happened or something bad happened it's like they've not seen they didn't see anything wrong with all that played out they are just satisfied with uh um and the two medals all right so at times you just wonder the two medals that we have is he is it a, a curse in disguise all right seriously because it's supposed to be a blessing but now you look at it like a curse in disguise because After all that we it said, seems in 2016 it was just one yes and well, now, now we have the silver and the bronze. yes because now it's going to be the battle of oh uh, in my administration we had with we, we, nigeria nigeria got mm-hmm. two medals mm-hmm. instead of bringing out okay this is what happened this is what happened now it's going to be the the medals that they will be uh, pre- presenting forward so really nigerians really need to to press these issues and make sure that something is done because the truth is as it stands if 2023 comes tomorrow all right we may even perform worse than what happened in this very early place if we still go with this same team and the same people that we have now because there seems to be no remorse they seem to it seems that nothing wrong happened nothing bad happened after all what these athletes have gone through you know so it's it's so bad really of course it's so bad at this point in time that our athletes were actually subjected uh, to the kind of you know treatment uh, that they were subject to at the Tokyo Olympic Games. We'll go for another break and uh, one will come back. There's still a whole lot to talk about. Please don't go nowhere.
Hello, welcome from that break. It's still Tokyo on our 2020 right here on the on the leadership podcast today. We are actually not talking about uh, uh, what our athletes were actually not subjected to at uh, the Tokyo Olympic Games. Looking at uh, even the kit that was actually meant for the athletes was not actually given to them. Talking about uh, the Puma, you know, the Puma kit, and at the end of the day, the Puma, uh, the Puma themselves has to, you know. Uh, uh terminate the four-year deal with uh the afn uh this point in time we know that um it was about 2.67 million dollars oh. that was actually you know, uh, invested by puma that looking at what we suggested that athletes to where we saw triple without getting to watch his chest oh. just because he was giving just one care for the whole olympic games instead of having a whole lot of kit for them uh, which was actually manufactured by Puma. Quickly, let's get your reaction. Then yeah. join the face of the world and mm. you know embarrassing yeah, international uh, embarrassment at this point. Yeah, but I'm surprised that um, I think earlier today or was it yesterday the ministry you know came out with a statement mm. that Team Nigeria actually had enough mm. kids. So I'm saying if they had enough kids, mm. how come an athlete was seen washing washing his kit he's used, he used for that day, washing it to prepare it for his next event. So I really don't understand the disconnect. And in the Puma deal, flames have been shifting. The AFN has come out to say they are not aware of any deal. So where is this coming from? A certain sports reporter uh, made a statement to alluding to the fact that the deal was not signed with AFN. It was signed with more of like an agent who act like a representative of the AFN. So I'm saying, are you telling me the former people don't know the difference between an agent and the AFN? So why is it now that we're hearing all these things? Why is it until, well, what 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 sort of thing that led to the crisis in the AFN, if not the former deal? Why was the DSS and all of that involved? So, you know, these are questions we need to ask ourselves. So, but these deniers and rebutals here and there, it's not even making the situation look good in the face of the world. The point is, they're saying that they're not aware about the Puma deal. But we actually saw this same Puma deal was used during the World Championship exactly. in 2019. So, it means that the ministry actually allowed Nigerian athlete mm-hmm. to use a Puma kit that they didn't know anything about. So it, it, it means they are not being truthful at this point in time. Exactly. They're saying the they don't know anything about yes. you know, uh, the Puma deal. At this point in time, we should not know to be playing you know, politics. We must not be flexing our ego on, on, on the kit that an athlete was supposed to use uh, during the competition. We have denied them a whole lot. It's a woman who actually won the bronze medal. Even he act, uh, she, she actually you know, was uh, putting on the Puma deal when she actually won that first medal. Uh, should have been given about $3,000. Yes, uh, that was an incentive for Puma because if you win you know, a good medal, you'll be given $15,000. If you win a silver medal, you'll be given $5,000. Then if you actually get to win a first medal, it will be $3,000. But at this point in time, AC Puma will not get that particular $3,000 because she didn't actually you know, get it done 
Your Majesty, French was actually competing. So it says that it shows that it's still all boiled down to the athlete that they want to actually you know, get in the bunch in all these crises, all this drama, but uh, we're actually not facing in uh, the EFN and the sports ministry. Oh well, um, <laughs> you know, when this whole drama started, this whole crazy, oh well, let me not use, I don't know if I can use that expression, you know, when the issue of Ten Atlas mm. being banned came up, I was, what is this? And then the Puma thing came, ah, at the point, I was even looking out for what next could happen. Mm. That is how terrible this experience has been. You know, it's been one scandal trying to undo the other. Mm. You know, um, I think we we participated more in scandal mm. events mm. than in the You know, but you know, looking at it, after all the said and done, the book has to stop somewhere. Mm. Where does it stop? Who is the most? Who is the most? Who is the top man? In sports administration today. It's a sports minister. This thing didn't creep up. It's been there. You know. And there's a reason why you're in charge of the ministry and sports. So if this was not a new thing, if you were actually told about the nature and the dynamics of the contract, is it that he didn't know what to do to address it? Is it that he didn't foresee an embarrassing situation like this play out? What was he thinking? What could he have been thinking? What could have occupied his mind so much that he refused to be as proactive as he ought to be for this kind of international embarrassment to happen to Nigeria? It's absolutely embarrassing. There's no explanation as far as I'm concerned. Whether or not the AFN and you know the signees of the thing are doing whatever they are doing. Your job as a minister is to ensure that you address the situation and save the nation this kind of embarrassment. So it's almost unbelievable that we had to go to Tokyo to go and show the whole world. And now we are, there's a struggle to do damage control and blame game. You did it. I didn't do it. I didn't know what happened. And I, you know. It's just so. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Maybe going forward, looking at the you know termination of uh, the Puma contract to with Nigeria, with with these you know affects Nigeria in getting a subsequent you know sponsor in terms of kids, not you know uh, looking at Puma alone, looking at uh, other big brands not coming. Uh, to sponsor Nigeria in, in, as regards the kids. I think it, it will because it is an embarrassment. Um, at the end of the day, um, Puma does not need Nigeria. Nigeria needs Puma. So I'd say that it would be really, um, it's not really a good, um, Nigeria has not been portrayed in a good way. Uh, if we play this politics of game and if we do whatever it takes to prevent the athletes from even winning more money, uh, where is the Bremen could have won um, $3,000 more? Uh, so, again, we need to shift our focus to the athletes and just 
make sure that this does not repeat in 2024 or even in the Commonwealth, but it is going to affect our um, sponsors in the future. Hmm. Let's get your reaction. Well, the truth is, at this point, I'm even wondering if I'm aware that I'm in Nigeria. <laughs> <You are? laughs> because nobody seems to be aware of anything. It seems things are just happening on their own. Nobody is aware. Or is it that the people who are supposed to be aware are avoiding questions? All right? They don't want to answer questions. Because it's it's so sad. Like, you know, Puma is not a, a one roadside um, um, kids producer that you will say they are in a contract with somebody they don't know. Obviously, Nigeria is not the first nation they are they are signing a contract with, all right? Mm. They are known uh, to be world kit producers. Mm. They produce kits for major countries in the world. Yeah. So even now, if you see, when you see a Puma kit, just the logo, you know, ah, this is Puma, all right? So are they trying to tell us that um, since after this agreement was entered, they've not been in any talk or in any en- engagement with Puma or this wife? It's... Well, really, I don't. <laughs> I don't just know what to say because these are these are the kind of things that you just try to ask yourself questions and provide answers. It seems like your whole brain is shutting down. <laughs> yes, because you just can't process it. You just can't process it. But maybe let's from this. We it's obvious that um, the drama will still continue. All right. Because at the end, just like we've always seen, uh, one side will always come out to defend, while the other side will always come out to to explain. Okay, let's hope as time goes on, let's see how the drama will go. Because in the end, we'll finally get an answer to all this. Of course, let's see how uh, it goes at the end of the day. We ensure that everything you know get to work on our fight at fourteen Nigeria going for. But let's go straight to. Uh, to Gymnastic, we saw a certain Ike Uche uh, here represented Nigeria for the first time in the gymnastic event. Uh, he actually looks like uh, at the end of the day, he was ranked 36 and is one of his, you know, in his, in his event. And uh, we hope to see a more film in the future. But do you think we have uh, a bright future when it comes to a gymnastic? Absolutely. He puts it in his best. Like I said yesterday, this is his very first Olympics to you know, represent Nigeria. Um, he still has, has um, age on his side, so I I think he's an athlete for the future. I, Like I said, I hope to see more of him, especially you know, uh, when he gets to participate in the Commonwealth Games and other competitions before you know, the next Olympics. I believe he'll do well. You know, for him, like he even said after during his participation, that it was actually a dream come true for him to, you know, participate in the Olympics. So he was happy that first of all he's an Olympian, and getting to represent Nigeria at this level was, you know, also a very very memorable moment for him. And yes, even though he didn't win a medal, like of which I really didn't expect him to win a medal per se. You know, uh, he still yes he. He has a good track record when it comes to short put and all of that. But like I, I, I keep saying, you see, you could be going into this competition as an African champion and all that. 
But when you get to play on the global stage, it becomes a very different ball game because at that point, you are competing against the best of the best from all corners of the world, from every continent. So at that point, it becomes very difficult. The challenge becomes very stiff. So a lot of times, your being an African champion might not really count. But I'm sure he has gained valuable experience from his very first Olympics. Next time around, you know, he it's just for him to build on, you know, everything he has learned, you know, in this time around and uh, try and take it forward. And we hope to see him, you know, do a lot better going forward. Mm-hmm. So, looking at uh, the part meeting team, uh, we saw that uh, the likes of um, do Casa de Shokan, who should have said that Nigeria and the next single, and also the next uh, men's double, we saw Godwin and Amuru Wapo, they actually will get to represent Nigeria in that particular event, and they all lost all their three uh, group games. Uh, do we see them you know, getting to have gain more experience going forward for another Olympic Games? Yes, we can. Uh can hope that you know if we stop some of the messing around we do here in Nigeria, it will not discourage them from continuing to want to represent Nigeria. Now, um, these are some of the bright prospects we have, some of the silver linings, if you will, that we have seen from this experience. So if we if our sporting you know, establishment begins to do what is right. They should look into these people, continue to encourage them. Um, whatever kind of investments, little that they can make, you know, they do so. Because we know that, uh, I think it's obvious that some of these people participating in this, these sports, uh, the, you know, they are not necessarily here in Nigeria. But However, nothing stops us from, you know, still maintaining that window of encouraging them, you know, to keep doing their best, whichever way we can. We can, you know, can even make them uh, the face of such sports, you know, go beyond just seeing them as people who represent them. Brand them properly, you know, make them the face of the sports in Nigeria. These are the ways to keep them and make sure that they continue to put in their best. If you can do some of these little things, perhaps they might become, you know, they'll definitely get more motivated to doing more. And then by the next Olympics, we just might, uh, it might just be psyched up enough to get us in better. Of course, I believe these are looking at. Uh... Team Nigeria Taekwondo team just one athlete talking about uh, Elizabeth in in actual as she actually you know, participated and she didn't actually get to qualify. She was defeated in the round of 16, but she's just 22 years old. It's acting take at at uh, Chukumirija is the one you know getting to you know uh, teach her to talk to her because he has actually won the bronze medal for Nigeria. What you saw in the video. They were saying that we should just give her time. The same thing happened to Chika in, in, in 2004 at the Athens Olympics and came back in the 20, uh, 2008 Olympics and came and won the bronze medal. Should we give her 
time for her to train, but we just, she's a student at this point in time. Just wanted to, should we give her more time? Well, you know, um, <clears throat> it's not just about giving time, right? Um, time and chance, they say, happens, which um, the, the, the chance could be likened to opportunity and also preparation, all right? So it's not just all about giving her time. If you give her time and she focuses on something else, uh, you're still going to get the same result even uh, in other competitions to come. Because even though she uh, she's still very young, that even makes it more difficult. Because if you uh, if you if you neglect her at this time, then her her future as um, a taekwondo a Nigerian taekwondo is not so sure. At some point, she might be thinking of uh, um, switching career. All right. Because the pressure is definitely going to be much on her. Come on, you want to be in Nigeria Taekwondo? Uh, why not go get something um, good to do with your life? All right. <laughs> so the, the the pressure is still going to be very much on her. So it's uh, apart from giving her time, they also have to give her. They, have, they also have to 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 allocate a lot of resources, uh, invest in her in terms of training, in terms of her uh, 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 daily necessities. All right. Because she's definitely going to need money to to take care of herself, right? She's going to need money, and uh, just being a taekwondo doesn't pay the bills, right? So, uh, and especially at this time when when uh, uh, um, the economy generally in the world is not so smiling, you know, Nigeria needs to come up uh, and see what they can actually do to see that that uh, even while she's she's growing up, she also have a lot of time to 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 go for training. I'm talking about taekwondo because. She, she has to she has to train if she needs to do well okay so it's not just about only by giving her time they should make sure that uh, uh, she has the opportunity she has the preparation that is needed for other competitions to come Vivian looking at uh, the swimming uh, we have we have a happy about in that particular one uh, she won her first hit but she couldn't you know, make it to the next one due to the fact that uh, uh, the overall timing, she didn't actually make it because there are uh, a whole lot of our succeeding athletes that was ahead of her in when the first hit was completed. But we saw her, you know, getting to break a 14-year-old record in Nigeria, talking about the national record. Do you think Nigeria can still bump on the services of uh, Biola Abibat ahead of the next Olympic Games? Yes, absolutely. I think she is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, she's going to come back strong because she's young. She's only 17. Um, her time isn't done yet. And another thing that I'm also wondering is who is going to go next to her? Are there other athletes that could um, qualify as, alongside her for Nigeria to swim? Uh, because if you look at other countries like uh, Britain, United States, there are five, six swimmers that have been qualified. So. And this, I hope the same thing can happen for uh, Nigeria as well. Of course, uh, we have a um, whole lot of rivers, oceans in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that uh, the riverine areas are about Bayesa, uh, River State, that uh, they have a whole couple of good swimmers. At the last you know, National Sports Festival, there was a certain athlete, I forgot her name right now. She won about eight gold medals in the swimming event. So, that kind of an athlete we can actually get to. 
take her out outside the shop, Nigeria, you know, ensure that she gets uh, to train with the best uh, athlete and also top-notch facility for her to improve and also get to represent Nigeria in at the Olympics and also uh, the Commonwealth Games. So, away from the Olympics, we head straight to uh, the slamming and donkey game. So, our, our performance, Nigeria actually <laughs> became the first uh, country uh, to present a both male and female you know, basketball team uh, to an Olympic, to the same Olympic event, but just so sad, all our three group matches, we were defeated black and blue. We were the grouping team, you know, in all our groups. Let's get your reaction about the uh, basketball team. You know, the basketball team uh, sort of flattered to deceive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, when we had two, you know, teams qualifying male and female it was like okay we are getting there gradually mm. you know and this time around we expected a lot from especially the male basketball team then the female qualifying for the first time we felt okay they stand a good chance in the trials especially for the men did very well and you know the even the world took notice like Looks like Nigeria will finally set itself on the global stage when it comes to basketball. Yes, in Africa, we've always done well. But like I said repeatedly, we do well on the continent. But when we get to the world stage, it becomes something else. So going into the Olympics, we lost to the Australians, lost to uh, the French. Yes. Oh, no, the, the Germans, mm. you know, and subsequently lost the final game to the Italians. To the Italians. Same for the women. Okay. And at the end of the day, both teams exited the competition without winning a single game. And in fact, for the female team, the first game was a bit close, but after mm. then, it was like, you know, there was sort of, some kind of retrogression. You know, we lost to the USA by just nine points. Mm. The next game lost about 25 points and following game i think about 19 points there about so and unfortunately they crashed out but especially for the men you know the tigers themselves i actually was hoping for the tigers to at least get to either the quarterfinals or the semi-finals you know especially with the way they started in the trials so maybe who knows maybe they got carried away with you know, between the US, exactly, it's yeah. not it, it's not a small feat. So it could be that they carry the way. I mean, if you beat the best team in the world in a particular sport, you the belief will be there. You'll be like, okay, okay if I can of, beat of the course, best team, actually, boost So, but maybe they got carried away. Sometimes, so those kind of victories, sometimes, actually going forward might actually you know be your undoing because sometimes when you because i'm sure they didn't even see that coming so maybe it sort of gave them some sort of overconfidence i believe but getting into the real competition they couldn't live up to expectation it's not as if they even gave up a good fight in all of the games they were wrongly beaten in all of the games they, <laughs> they, they played so same for the female team at the end of the day, in the first round, they exited, couldn't even make it to the next round. So, I don't think they put up a good performance. 
really fell short of expectations. Uh, Chibuzo, I'm looking at uh, the basketball team, one yeah. of the basketball, you know, the basketball, uh, the, the basketball player, I forgot his name, is in Mutsu, um, something like that. Uh, he actually said they were subjected uh, to traveling to Tokyo for good 32 hours. They were supposed to go uh, from, I think, San Francisco, uh, 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 from San Francisco, yeah. uh, just 10 hours flight uh, to uh to Tokyo but they were subjected to travel about uh, 82 hours uh, there but uh could be it was one of the factors that actually affected uh these tigers but if he's putting that as a factor perhaps you could uh, give him that that is for the first game right yeah. Yeah. But what happened after that yeah. <laughs> let's concede that okay they had a very uh, rigorous flight or a rigorous you know process arriving at you know but yeah. so what happened after their first match because in the two other matches that followed they were just there you know well at the risk of beating them so much uh, you can only you know encourage them to go back and you know what you've been saying here reflect where they made a mess of things, improve on that. But I, I I think it is a strong and we have repeatedly said that here there was a a, a pattern that seemed to play out. They either it's either they start strongly, get into the middle of the game and then they become and then they fix back. You know. And it applied to both things. Apart from the game against Japan where you know, the Tigers yes, made a strong showing yes. towards the end of the game. But it was because the Japanese to took their feet off the pedal because they had already won the game, you know. So, but you could see the pattern play out. And I think it's something the, the, the coaching crew needs to, you know, reflect on and really think about. Um, a few technical things here and there, the mentality to the game, if they could get those things right, well, um, they could come back and uh, make a strong show. But it will be interesting to see if we will still have this set of people, you know, within the time frame they have to contest in another major tournament. But if they can do that, if they can keep them, you know, have them play more together, bond very well, it might help. But I think another thing that really got to them was perhaps when they played against, when they won against the United States, they were seen as underdogs. So it was easy or relatively easier for the US to you know take a you know their hand. Or it could be that the US was just trying to play safe going into the Olympics. But when you go into the Olympics proper, you know, they just might you know give up a give a better show in the next tournament. Going forward, Vivian, what should happen to uh, our basketball team? There should be uh, way more preparation. They may have uh, underestimated uh, how much the game was would be tough. Um, there was so much hype surrounding how good they would perform during the Olympics that they lost their way uh, in the matches, um, losing all three matches, uh, both for the men and the women, which was very, very disappointing. It was one of the teams that I thought that they could at least uh, go through the stages. 
um, so I'd say um, for the team for the team the basketball team, uh, they should just prepare. At the end of the day, they will always compete against the United States or uh, Japan or Australia. So all they can do is really just train more than uh, they've previously uh, performed. Of course, they should actually train uh, more than what they have to perform. That's actually coming from a big man on this point. And we know the team is a very young team. Most of us are clear. This is the first Olympic Games that we participate in. Uh, we ensure that uh, they get uh, uh, the experience that they have gotten from the Olympics. They can use that one to build up uh, to the next Olympics. We know that uh, the African scene in Nigeria is, a, is, is, is the number one country in Africa, both the male and the female team. That are doing impressive with all the Tigers, you know, have uh, defended the Afro basketball title back to back twice at this point in time. But we should just keep our finger crossed on the basketball team. Uh, we we actually get to support them anytime and they get to represent uh, the country. But I will go for our last break. Uh, we will come back at the still, you know, at uh, wrestling to talk about before uh, we go to uh, other countries, you know, our performance at the Tokyo Olympic Games. Don't go nowhere.
Assalamualaikum. Welcome back from that short break. It's still uh, Tokyo 2020 and 1:20 minutes right here on the Leadership Podcast Studio. Uh, looking at uh, the wrestling team, about uh, five-man team, uh, but uh, uh, they were the one that actually you know, gave Nigeria that uh, golden silver medal, uh, which actually you know, came from a uh, blessing. Oh, looking at uh, team Nigeria's participation, yeah. we are actually you know, all who was on one place. Not talking about. Um, I do or do I you are career, but just so sad the painful absolutely oh. edge are out for winning a good medal in that particular one. Then our own last representative talking about Idris, she was you know, defeated in the hour, in the early hours of today, she was oh. defeated at zero, ten zero oh. in that particular fight. But just give us like a brief you know about uh, yes, the wrestling team. Generally speaking for the wrestling team, I would say I had high expectations, you know, for the wrestling team because of the quality of athletes that we had in the wrestling team. And truthfully speaking, I would say I'm not disappointed. You know, the highest medal we got from the Olympics came from wrestling, from blessing. Yes, even though uh, we felt we had a chance of at least getting like two other medals, but it wasn't to be, but we still got a silver medal, wonderful performance from her. Um, we had hoped that uh, uh, Dekroy was going to, you know, she, she was even, she was on her way, you know, coasting to victory already until, you know, exactly. So I, I think the wrestling team didn't perform badly. You know, at the end of the day, we were able to give us a medal from that. So uh, kudos to them. I, for me, I think they, they didn't disappoint me at all. Kudos uh, to them. Want to add anything? Yeah, well, yeah just a little. Like Vivian has pointed out a couple of times, oh. it took the women to rescue us. Yeah. You know, um, so it's a good one. We can uh, only hope that they would improve on the ability to get more medals. Oh. You know, they tried. They tried. They tried. I was I felt really um I could feel the emotion that uh, the other uh, what's her name now? Um, oh, come to yes. Her. In fact it was I got a bit emotional when I saw how she struggled to come out of that. But it just wasn't her day. You know, but going forward you hope lessons have been learned. Of course, you hope lessons have been learned. Away from Team Nigeria, we head straight uh, to uh, the football event where Canada actually oh. defeated uh, Sweden in the women's uh, final uh, to win the gold medal. The match after regulation time ended 1 0, while at Indo during the penalty, Canada defeated uh, Sweden in a dramatic penalty 3 2. As it is now, Canada are the champions of uh, at the Olympic Games. They have won their first ever medal in the football event. Will this be a joy uh, for this uh, North American team? Absolutely. You know, my predictions actually came right. When we previewed that game yesterday, I, I had a feeling that the Canadians were, because if they could beat the Americans in the semi-final, I just had this feeling that if they were able to you know overcome the americans at that stage a stage as crucial as the semi-final i just had the feeling that they were going to emerge as winners and 
you know, they have eventually won their very first goal against a very tough, you know, Swedish team. You know, so uh, congratulations to them. I hope this will, you know, spur them to bigger things. You know, they do, they, they have a very good, you know, female football culture also, same as United States, have a very good female football league. So I, I, I didn't expect them to, you know, to fall short. So congratulations to them for, you know, achieving this feat. Vivian, let's get your reaction on uh, the match between Sweden and Canada. I too was expecting um, Canada to win, especially after they um, won against the champions, which is the United States. Uh, so I'm not really surprised, uh, but congratulations to both teams for um, winning and doing their best. Okay, uh, congratulations to Canada in the third, you know, uh, place match as the United States, you know, actually, you know, uh, won that bronze medal in that particular match uh, for them to end their campaign uh, with a medal at the Olympic Games. Then, uh, going to the last side, talking about uh, the male football, we saw uh, the top place that uh, actually went down the early hours of today. Mexico defeated host France 3 1. Uh, in that particular match to pick at uh, the bronze medal half time, Mexico uh, actually ended that particular you know uh, half time with 2 0. While uh, during the second half, they actually scored a goal uh, a piece for them to pick that bronze medal in the Olympic Games. Uh, did you actually see that coming, Fidelis? Well, to be frank, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Right, it was quite a surprising game to see them uh, um, pick the, the bronze medal but anyway we say uh, they came they saw they conquered yeah. and now they are the third placed uh, uh, team right even though uh, there are still two teams that will battle for the first and the, the second position but anyway congratulations today talking about the two teams Brazil Spain yeah, yeah. who is your take for the final tomorrow definitely Brazil of course, definitely Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Are you supporting Brazil also? Let me go against the role of play. <laughs> Vivian, where is your money at? Brazil. I think they'll win. Okay. That's three to one. Three to one. Of course, I joined. I joined. I joined for Spain because Spain can actually get to no upset no Brazil in that. Uh, particular one, but let's just keep our finger crossed. We bring to you, you know, all the details that actually will happen in that particular match, uh, in the course of our show tomorrow. But quickly, let's go to the medal table before we wrap up the show. Let's see what the medal table is actually looking like at this point in time. Okay, uh, People Republic of China still maintain their lead comfortably on uh, the um, medal table with 36 gold medal, 26 silver, 17 bronze medal, making it 2079. That is still have 31 gold medals, 36 silver medal, 31 uh, bronze medal. Japan has 24, Great Britain 18, Russia they have 17, Australia 17, Italy 10, Germany 9, Netherlands 9, France 7, also New Zealand 7, Canada uh, with their gold medal in uh, the football events and increased their tally to 6 from 5. Republic uh, of Korea has 6, same also as Cuba, Hungary, uh, Brazil have 5, 
uh, four gold medal, Hungary has five. The likes of Poland, Czech Republic, Jamaica have four gold medals. Looking at the medals about this time, uh, just two more games to the end of the Olympics. Can the Americans get to defend that title? Vivian? Mm, no, I don't think so. Um, it's looking that China is going to win this time. Uh, given the fact that they've just won so much more uh, gold medals compared to the United States. So I think China is going to win this time. Yeah, well, I think it's done and dusted for China. They've uh, managed to ride it home. And the US will be kicking themselves. You know, sports, they actually had much more dominance over the years. seems to be Living their, you know, talk of um, athletics, you um, talk about even football, you know, so they'll be kicking themselves and thinking, oh, how come they are left flat footed on these ones? Well, when you see the table, even though overall, the United States when you talk about gold, which is the, of course, the most prestigious medal mm-hmm. to win in a, in a competition league. Chinese are leading, mm. but then you can't be so surprised, right? The Chinese they are known to be very good yeah. in terms of uh, um, athletics and mm. gymnastics and all those mm. things. And they are known to be very smart at that, so you can't be surprised. And I don't see the the United States overturning that uh, even at the end of the, the this very Olympics competition. Oh, oh for and then no, no surprises. You know, mm. even though the US tried to close the gap from yesterday. There are now five gold medal shots of you know meeting up with China, but how many more events do they have to participate in? I guess less than two or three. And what's the guarantee that they'll all win gold in those events left? So I think China will you know emerge as the overall winners this time around. Of course, they still have the basketball finals, both men and female, for them mm-hmm. not to play with other not finals that will be happening at tomorrow. Just have to let you know, Alison Felix has become. Uh, the most decorated player, talking about um, most decorated you no know, athlete in track and field event after uh, she actually you no know, one had tenth uh, medal at the Olympic Games. So, congratulations to Alison Felix at this point in time. On this note, we want to thank our sponsor, talking about Car Sprint, uh, for supporting the show. And you can check them out www.carsprint.com.ng. Also, Nemasa Nima, uh, also you know supporting uh, the show. I'm uh, talking about also NDLEA that say no to drugs and supporting Team Nigeria the way Nemasa is staying stirring in the maritime industry to a brighter a future. Vivian, it has been nice talking sport with you. Hello, Vivian. Okay. Fidelis has been, you know, great talking spot for you. Uh, Wally, it's been a very interesting time. Oh. The pleasure is mine. Chibuza, always. Well, we prayed so much. Mm. But while we were praying, some others were doing damage. Okay. But overall, we thank God. We are thanking God at this point. It's time now, Always a pleasure to be here. Okay. Thanks. Of course, I will make a return tomorrow, bigger and better. We will be reviewing all the action that actually went down at the Tokyo Olympic Games because uh, the game is actually uh, running on uh, tomorrow. Ensure that you join us for yet another interesting package uh, on uh, the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. My name is Olawale Ayeni. I'm saying bye bye for now. God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria. 
Bye-bye. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.